You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you it's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know. What's it all about? Everything you need. It's all the clip out. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 38. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. I think we're on 38. I don't know. 37 was Talia McKinney. Then that, this would be 38. So this is 38. 37 in a row? I know. That's for my nerd friends. Oh, my Kevin okay. Smith fans will get that joke. Do we have Kevin Smith fans? Maybe. I don't know. If anybody understands 37 in a row... Let us know on our Facebook page. <laughs> I can't explain it here. Okay. Okay. All right. Leave it. When leave I it, tell you it. it's too much <laughs> to explain, it's too much. It's too much. So. Okay. I'll trust you. Just putting it's, that out there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember now? Uh, I believe it's from Clerks. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, now I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway <laughs> So anywho Shameless plugs Which is fitting Keep going <laughs> <laughs> Yes Don't pause Please do Shameless plugs Don't forget we're available on iTunes You can go there Rate, review, subscribe It helps us tremendously We have a review Would you like to hear it? I definitely would It's from Kevin Smith And he says <laughs> This is from Kawazi Okay I think is how I say it Okay It's K-H-A-W-Z-Y But for it to be crazy, the W should be in front of the A. I'm just... All right. But I think that's how I'm supposed to say it. And they say, OMG, I love Tom. <laughs> Who doesn't? Please never start writing. It's way more interesting and funny that way. So you are now my favorite listener. Are you sure this is really happening? Now, you just read one not that long ago that it's said the there. same. Are you sure it's not the same one again? It's not the same one. I, I have an order, and this is new. This is from Chubby Bunny. That's okay. what the leaderboard name says. All right. I don't have a pet name for her. <laughs> just to be clear, I don't want to start a fight. Right, wait, you got, you got a pet name? What's going on over there? Well, I'm suspicious anyway. I don't know who doesn't want you on the bike. 
I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I think Chubby Bunny makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and we should hear him or her out. I listened. I disagree. Well, that's just their opening salvo. I thought we were done. Well, I mean, they might have more input as to why. Is the review done? The review's done. Then that's all that they said. And that's all there is about it. But now it. that they know you're, you're disagree, they might want to retort. <sighs> Listen, Chubby Bunny, I'm sure that... It sounds hateful when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a pretty crappy mood, so it yeah. might just be the, the venom from the day. That could be. Uh, so I, I, I'm not mad at Chubby Bunny, but uh, you, you need to... You need to get on the bike, Tom. So Chubby Bunny's going to have to come along and and be okay with that. They're going to have to be on the same page and support you. I think Chubby Bunny thinks that we should just agree to disagree. Well, we definitely disagree. That and what we do agree with is that you will get on the bike. No, I don't know why we agree. <laughs> I don't know where. Yeah, because I have a lot more people agreeing with me. If we take a poll, we know who's going to win. Well, it's not necessarily about. What the what the masses think the masses have been wrong before and end that sentence <laughs> disco taught you nothing Hey, I like disco. I was trying to pick a non-political reference. That was that was for the best. Thank you There's a disco ride tonight as a matter of fact, and I'm hoping to get on it and if we finish on time <laughs> Then we will move on Why whatever could our topic of the week be? Peloton has provided us with nothing to discuss. I have to back up and say regardless of my Opinion about you getting on the bike Thank you for leaving a review chubby bunny Yes I very much appreciate that and, okay. and I don't need to backtrack Because I was already appreciative <laughs> Of your thoughtful And cogent remarks So yeah big Big uh, big doings this week Yes the peloton Tread we're gonna discuss We're gonna get into it and uh, We've got some information about a ride Coming up next week a very special ride And we've got a little A heart rate tribe I'm sorry Heart rate crew Update okay and um, And then we've we've got I think that's about it we've just got some other random Things to talk about but well we Have bunches to discuss so oh yeah Oh, and also we this week we will be talking to Oh, who will we be talking to? We will be talking to Rachel and Daryl Booten Awesome Well then, uh, let's dig in, shall we? Absolutely It's time for News of the Peloton I'm picturing a coiled snake on a flag And it says, please tread on me (laughs) What is that from? Don't tread on me. The f- the first flag of the United States oh, was okay. a coiled snake that said, "Don't tread on me." I feel like I probably should know that, but I didn't know that. I'm sorry. That's okay. I believe it's also the official flag of the U.S. Navy Is and it? the Tea Party types. Oh, okay. Woo! I I just know nothing. Yeah. I have no. Well, let's not go that far. I I know nothing about that. Yeah. I'm saying I don't I don't recognize that at all. I feel really bad <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking If I had to pass A citizenship test I would fail <laughs> <laughs> That made me sad Anyway So Yeah The Peloton tread It's been quite a week So yeah What are, what are your thoughts? You, you I think it's wonderful They will now have Two pieces of exercise equipment That I won't be utilizing <laughs> I think In all sincerity You would use the treadmill more Because I I've, We have gone to the gym before And you have used you have used a treadmill You've yeah. used an elliptical And uh, I know that you said not too long ago You were thinking that maybe you should Get back to exercising And they have walking programs that will be I 
don't know up. that you should throw that red meat out to the masses. They're going to go crazy now that you said that. Should they I? They should all be edited out. <laughs> Are you being serious? I don't know. I might be. <laughs> I think they're going to freak out when you mention that I casually remarked that maybe I should do. They're going to be like, "Oh my god." <laughs> It's going to be DEFCON 4 up in this bitch. <laughs> or 1. Whichever is higher. <laughs> whichever makes people crazier. Well, I can tell you one thing that made people crazy this week. Peloton Tread. It's the new offering from Peloton. It's a treadmill, but it's done Peloton. So it's not just a treadmill you get on. It's got all kinds of bells and whistles to incline, to, to change the how fast it goes, the speed. You don't just press a button. They have these nice little rollers. You just roll your hands on it. Um, there was a live feed from the CES. John Foley came on, did an announcement. Robin was there. The new instructor, Rebecca, was there. Rebecca Kennedy. And then uh, later in the day, uh, we had John Mills went live on Facebook. Erica Mills went live, actually, but John was in the, in the camera shot. And Erica and John were talking to people, and they were getting close-ups of the treadmill It was amazing To be able to see it I think one of my Favorite aspects of this Well I have a lot of Favorite aspects of it already The 32 inch monitor Is beautiful And the zipper Compartment underneath Where you can store All of your accessories Like donuts Accessories That's an accessory <laughs> A donut is an ex- A donut is food It's a food accessory <laughs> I don't know how you see that as a food accessory. I don't know how you don't. <laughs> We're just not on the same page today. We are not. <laughs> um, Why do you hate donuts? <laughs> I don't hate donuts. I just don't consider them an accessory. <laughs> but then again, I'm not a cartoon and featured on The Simpsons. So. <laughs> and? So. Uh, other things that I thought were really cool is that there's not just one program. You don't just run. There are running programs, but there's boot camp programs. So you can, you know, kind of, it's the kind where you like you run for a few minutes and then you get off and you do work on the mat and you have weights and you do like some different intervals and then you hop back on the treadmill and do some more running. So it's a completely different kind of workout than the bike. And uh, I love that you can also do walking workouts, you know, so people who maybe they can't handle the uh, running aspect, they're getting older, the joints, or maybe they just have some kind of condition, they can't run, whatever, Um, but they can still get exercise and it's great. Uh, And, and, and also they, there's slats um, on, instead of like just a belt, it's, it has these slats, they're individual. I'm not doing it justice describing it. Uh, You should absolutely go to onepeloton.com and check it out, but it's very cool looking and different. It's not. Just your run-of-the-mill treadmill And didn't it Doesn't also have some sort of like Kind of a Like absorption Well because they're slats Instead of just being a belt It does change the impact Whenever you hit Because it's not just all like Jarring into one spot So uh, I don't know the Mechanics or the science behind why that is But I know that it's important for People who don't want a super High impact workout but they would like to do Something so I for one Am very excited about it I can't wait I can tell yeah So uh, we obviously have reserved one Yeah that's where I was gonna That's where I was going so you got one Or at least have Are on their waiting list Yes I Day wait. one Day one Hour one yeah, Maybe was. in the first 10 minutes <laughs> We happen to be At our computer Yes Thank goodness Thank goodness that My buddy Megan Yarnell She She immediately messaged me Thanks Megan 
Rachel was right behind her And Rachel Love you guys Well it's not like you wouldn't have known No I it's mean like We could have kept this a secret from uh-uh. you No I'm very excited It's It looks like a really cool piece of equipment And uh, I will gladly get rid of the elliptical that we have And replace it with another amazing piece of equipment The one that you saw covered in dust in our Peloton video Yes <laughs> Yes that's the one <laughs> And there was a really cool uh, message from John Foley that came out this week I don't know if um, everybody had a chance to read that But it he was He said he agreed with Chubby Bunny Is that the message you're talking about? No oh. No He was He was actually talking about how um, you should exercise I find that difficult to believe Well he was all about people exercising It is kind of in his business model That people exercise So he has a vested interest Yeah we all do It's your health Tom We're, we're vested in your health And I don't know why you're not I hope it makes you feel bad No <laughs> I can tell I'm dead on the inside <laughs> Just waiting on the outside to catch up <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can reserve yours And if you already have a Peloton bike Which I assume you do If you are listening to this podcast You can reserve it for $250 And be on the priority recipient list Which means that you get it Before the public at large Gets it when they start shipping So kind of like what Flywheel was doing Except everyone can still buy it And they have like They also have like Pictures of it And and, um, It's a well thought out Concept And it actually exists I just think it's funny When Flywheel was like Oh but it's only for people That already own Flywheels I know Well, And they didn't own Flywheels But like own memberships To their gym Yeah totally It was like um, Okay I guess That's true (laughs) Yeah This just gets you To the front of the line And if you're worried About um, like Oh I don't know for sure But I don't want to lose a place You get your If you change your mind you get your 250 back You do So I mean really I've said this to several people this week There's no reason not to reserve it Which is why we reserved it Although I fully expect that we will be Finishing that purchase That would is Yeah I've resigned myself to my fate Yes <laughs> <laughs> That will never be edited out <laughs> You guys all heard it You're my witnesses And for those of you who are like Oh my gosh $4,000 is a lot And it absolutely is That is not chump change uh, You can also finance it for $110 If you already have a bike Because you don't have to pay extra for your subscription Which I thought was really cool And yeah. that was part of the message that came out from John Foley That that was apparently a hotly debated topic All the way up to the shareholder level And they decided no we're, we're going we're gonna to do members first And I, I thought that was really cool I, A lot of companies do lip service But yeah. that's an action And I think also from a marketing standpoint That's a smart move Because I, I just don't know if most people are prepared To drop 80 bucks a month I wouldn't have I mean yeah. if it would have been 80 bucks a month Plus the four grand I think they would have lost me I think that would have been A stumbling block for a lot of people But to know that like Nope once you're a member You get the content You know Yeah I, I think that's smart I agree And then you know If you're an app writer And you still get the content Like you can still access That content I believe Through the app At least that's the way I've been reading everything for, Forgive me if I'm wrong But that was my impression That I got So Now you know what's interesting though and you may have already guessed this I don't know how much you paid attention to Facebook this week The people who were so crabby about it I know Why are they so mad? I don't understand <laughs> I don't either It's like, okay, if you, if the treadmill's not for you oh, Okay, move on yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be for you we, We've talked about you know yeah. your, your theory And I think it's a good one They're not trying to capture everyone who already owns a bike right. Like They're trying to capture a new audience right. So it's not for everybody And and absolutely There are people that run outside And I get it And they don't want to re- run on a treadmill Sure 
But you know what? It is uh, the temperature is forty degrees right now, and it's dropping rapidly. Yeah, just a little insight into what St. Louis is like. It was sixty this morning, and by eight o'clock tonight, it's going to be sixteen. Yes, that's a real thing. And um, you know, you guys might think I'm weak or whatever, but I'm not going to be out there in freezing rain running. On the, I, I'm just not And yeah. if I had the Peloton tread Sitting in my basement right now I would be doing that workout Instead of my disco bike ride Or maybe both I might I might just be so inspired I'd you do both You could put the, the bike On the treadmill <laughs> And do both I, I, I don't think that the bike Would fit on there But um, that's, a, that's a thought I'm just throwing out ideas Just okay. blue sky in just, Okay Yeah Okay well, I'm super excited about it. I don't understand why there's hatred. I really don't. Oh my god! It was like I was reading some of the comments on like the New York Times article, and people were like, "This is so stupid." Like I can just buy a buy. I'm like, "Yeah, you can." Yeah, you, you should, absolutely can. You, you should shut your pie hole and go do that. Yeah, th- th- this is not for you, and that's yeah. okay. Like, why? Why do people feel that they have to comment on everything? <laughs> they're, they're like, "Well, I, I can just buy a bike for two hundred dollars." I'm like, "Well, you yeah, know, and you, you can you can also buy a Mister Coffee for twenty bucks, but people." Still buy Keurigs Yeah and you can Or buy that a, Nespresso machine Right It's or beautiful you, you can buy a Keurig For 150 bucks I'm really jealous Because Paige and Nancy Have one of those yeah. And it's so pretty They do all these Really pretty drinks <laughs> Oh but you could buy a Keurig for 150 bucks, or you could go to Starbucks every morning. Yeah, and some y- people do all of those things. Absolutely, and you can also buy a 15 dollar hair dryer or a 400 dollar hair dryer. Right, and that's okay too. <laughs> your, your hair will still be dry at the end. Absolutely, might not look as good, but, but it'll be dry. It'll, you'll have dry hair. So, I mean, everybody has their things that they spend money on. You spend money on comic books. I spend money on fitness equipment. And I don't I don't think you're stupid for spending money on comic books. It's not what I would choose to do. But I don't I don't think less of you because you do. And I don't understand these people that think less, especially people that have the bike. Like there are people on the OPP complaining about it. And that, yeah. that really mystified me. Oh, this is too much. Well, I said the same thing about the bike when I first saw it. $2,000 yeah. for a bike. Are you kidding me? And then I saw all the things it could do And I saw how amazing it was And I mean It's worth every penny I, I, I don't I don't understand How you can own the bike And think Peloton's Not gonna hit this Out of the park Again Like yeah. I, I'm and, I am mystified And I also get that Like maybe you're really Into spinning And running's not your sure. thing And so you're like Not interested but to to be like you're an idiot for being interested, yes, is yeah. And 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 the people that were saying, I was surprised that people were actually saying that Peloton would fail. I was like, are you just are you a troll? Are you from Flywheel? Right. What what could you possibly be? I disagree. I mean, whether whether you are into running or the treadmill, whatever. I just don't see how you think this is going to fail. I disagree. And judging by the number of people I saw that said they reserved it, I really disagree. Yeah. <laughs> They they have plenty of orders. I would love to know their numbers. I would love to know how many orders they got day one. Because I be bet a, it was a shit ton. That would be interesting. It would. Yeah. It would. JV, if you're listening. I'm just kidding. Yeah. They don't tell you. <laughs> I know they're not. <laughs> That's not public information. <laughs> but uh, Figure that out, stat fairy. <laughs> we'll play extra special music if you do. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's been a great I, I was I my whole day was so focused on Peloton the other day. Like my phone was blowing up with all of the news coverage. There were articles everywhere. So was my phone. <laughs> I mean it was all you. But, I was like, that's because I kept telling but, you how excited I was. But my phone was blowing up <laughs> with Peloton tread information. 
It's very exciting. I can't. Man, oh man, do you love your AG1? I really do. You do. It's a wonderful tasting drink, and it also makes me feel good. Like it's a great way to start the day. Uh, you know, I grew up. My dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the right. morning. I feel like AG1 is my tomato juice. <laughs> <laughs> this generation's V8. Yes, I, I do. Uh, but I love the way it makes me feel. It's like I get all of my vitamins and I'm ready for the day just with a drink. And like I said, it's a good tasting drink. And it can help replace your, your multivitamin just by drinking an AG1 every day. Yes. And not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. It also has vitamin C and zinc to support my immune health. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com slash clipout. That's drinkag1.com slash clipout. Check it out. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Wait till September. So you mentioned Megan Yarnell earlier. I did. And she's got a thing that she's doing. She does, yeah. She put together a ride to raise awareness about Lamb Schaefer syndrome. And her her daughter, Gwenny, has Lamb Schaefer syndrome. It's a very, very rare. I mean, like right now, there's only 52 children in the world diagnosed with this. Uh, Now, Megan does believe there's more people out there like Gwenny that she thinks there's more kids that haven't been diagnosed. Uh, and, and Megan is super passionate about it. I have learned so much about Lamb Schaefer syndrome. I've learned so much about special needs kids. She's taught me so much in general. Just what is it? Like, so what? it's a genetic mutation. And um, I don't want to say it incorrectly, but my understanding of the very basics is because there is a mutation like her brain does not Gwenny's brain doesn't develop the way ours does. So uh, it's always behind. So that means that like when she's because she's four and a half now, she doesn't have the the same cognitive or like uh, any other kind of abilities that a, a typical four and a half year old would. She's behind. And that also means that as she gets older, she's always going to have that delay. Like I think I think Megan told me it was 10 years a delay. But the, the thing is, is that when she's 20, 
that doesn't mean that like now she's going to catch up because everybody's brain stops growing when there's 20. So so that means that Gwynny's brain will never develop past a certain age. Okay, that was going to be my question is like, do, do you eventually like by the time you're 30? Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't yeah. catch up. It's so counterintuitive. Right. I mean, I never would have known that, um, you know, and so so Gwynny has special needs, you know, maybe uh, the lights are, you know, bright lights might upset her or different different stimuli affect her differently than it would just you or I going walking into a room. And so it's it can be very challenging from what I understand. Obviously, I haven't I don't mean to say like I understand it like I've lived it. Right. But I, I honestly I think I think Megan is a hero because not only does she take care of Gwynny and do a damn good job of it, she takes care of Gwynny's older sister and she also has the time and the energy. She works full time, but she also has time to raise awareness for Lamb Schaefer syndrome. And she's put together this group of moms and dads throughout the country. As they keep finding these people, she keeps connecting them. She keeps bringing them together. She had a, a, a whole thing this year where they all got together and met each other for the first time. And uh, it, she had this video she put on Facebook. It was absolutely heartwarming. And these these kids are they're still normal kids from the from the position of you know they still want to be loved and hugged and you know they're kids. You want them to to be happy and. The challenges that they face just to get the correct diagnosis, to get the correct medication or the correct treatment. It's not something that you can cure. It's only something that you can manage. Yeah. And so I, I can't say enough good things about Megan. She's she, I, she is very inspirational to me. So are there and you might not know the answer to this. Are there things that they can do to kind of like. Max out their their cognitive development before their brain stops growing. I do not know that. Um, Megan would be a great person to ask about that. Um, and you can also go to lambshafer dot org. We will have that uh, that link up on our page. But there's there's a lot of information that they have, but there's also a lot of things they don't know because it's not. It's typically not. Di- there's a lot of people that are not diagnosed correctly with it. Sure. Um, and and Megan. Raising awareness has actually helped these people get diagnosed correctly. There's a lot of people that are misdiagnosed with autism somewhere on that spectrum. Yeah, I can um, see why. Yeah, they don't, they're not, doctors aren't necessarily even testing in the right ways unless people bring it up. Well, especially when there's 52 people in the whole world. I mean, doctors are, it's the Knockham's razor thing. You walk in and you're like, oh, you've, you've got a, you know, you've got a stuffy nose and you, you have a cold like you don't come up with some other elaborate right like super rare reason you say this this dude's got a cold so like if somebody comes in with certain symptoms they're going to be like oh autism right asperger's whatever they're, they're gonna they're gonna go to the kind of the easy obvious thing until absolutely. there's a reason to assume otherwise absolutely so to get to the the thing that's happening next weekend so megan is doing a ride next saturday january 20th there's going to be a ride with dennis morton at 6 p.m and it's it's simply to raise awareness and it's just asking for anybody that can to participate and help out go to the website go to the facebook page learn about it spread the word um that's that's what the ask is i will absolutely be participating in any way i can like i said i i have a lot of respect and admiration for megan and what what she goes through with her daughter and she's like i said taught me so much about special needs kids i mean we had this whole conversation about just like at halloween we were talking about it and i never really thought about the fact that you know how i i get annoyed 
annoyed when like a kid comes and they like grab a huge handful of candy and I'm right. like, oh, selfish, you know, and and Megan pointed out to me that like there are kids that they don't have the motor skills, the fine motor skills to just grab a piece or two. And I never would have thought of that on my own. Like it just it just kind of broadened my knowledge of it. And ho- I don't know. I just. Can't say enough good so, things So now you feel bad For that kid You're yeah. like Just one red vine You can only take One red vine Out of this bowl Of loose red vines First of all I don't give red vines I give chocolate Because I love chocolate And that's what I would Want to get out of that bowl and, In other words That way when there's Leftover chocolate Then I can eat the chocolate right, Yes yeah, like, exactly I think, like, I think we should Really say what This is really about And actually I might get mad But I've never yelled At a kid For taking the candy you, Just to be just clear the one That you smacked <laughs> But you did not yell. I never smacked. Just them. a silent. My hand came up, but I no, I'm, that didn't happen. <laughs> You're like, it was Halloween. They like to be scared. <laughs> so we're just giving them the full experience. The Heart Rate Crew, yes, had a little fun this week. They did, yeah. So uh, Friday morning on the 12th of January, they got together for the big race ride that happens every every Friday morning at 8 a.m. And they were the team captains. The admins were the team captains. And uh, it, it really cracked me up because in true style, the, the, the HR crew, they don't mess around. Like, they brought the heat. So it's looking, it looks like they had record-breaking numbers, record-breaking participation. I mean, what do you expect from Tom LaBelle and... And the gang They they have great leadership That is true So they brought a whole new He is personally responsible For my last My most recent intoxication Exactly and probably my upcoming <laughs> <laughs> Once a year Tom Once a year O'Keefe gets drunk Courtesy of Tom LaBelle <laughs> Yeah so uh, That was just a little shout out To the, the Heart Rate crew Awesome We were featured in a video <laughs> we were That was nice <laughs> It was <laughs> Yeah Lisa Chase Who lives in Kansas City Her screen name is Lisa C in KC Which I just love that Always Lisa K we're Lisa C in KC <laughs> Always excited to find More Peloton users In flyover country Absolutely Absolutely And I'm pretty sure We actually met Lisa At the last HRI When we were leaving Do you remember There was like We were talking to some women Like in the little cubicle While we were waiting For our they Uber were, They were waiting for a ride too Yeah and, Yeah we were all really wasted There was a lot of Drunkenness I believe we were Sitting on a dolly That like carries Your luggage In <laughs> Yeah I'm pretty like sure cart yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure That occurred I think Lisa Was part of that Conversation Gotcha um, But Lisa Had a really fun Video She kind of Summed up her Whole year And it was all About how much She loves The Peloton And all of her Tribe And uh, so we We got mentioned In that, that was, video And that was Very nice of her So if uh, We will post that Video on our Website but uh, at facebook.com slash the clip out. But if you want, you can hear uh, the audio right now. Hey, JSS tribe members. Here's what I know. I am not hip like Benifer. I'm not as hilarious as Paige and don't tell Nancy. Shh. I don't know football like Getty. Go Royals. I don't have a cool accent and themed Starbucks cups like beautiful Yanina. I don't have a husband who sings and swears on the bike. Although I wish I did. I'm not a rock star like Jody H. and Pello Junkie from Kansas City. Hi, friends. I don't have a podcast like Awesome Crystal or a husband that doesn't get on the bike. I don't get to hang out in the basement with JSS like Christy. What the heck? And I mean, come on. Who's as cool as John Mills? Forget it. I'm not young and blonde and cute with small kids like Gray and Julianne. 
but what I am is dedicated to this tribe. I was off the bike for two weeks with the flu and got back on yesterday for the first time and remembered all the reasons I love this tribe. New people up and down the leaderboard and said, I know them, I know their story, I know their ups and downs. So thanks for sharing, thanks for your support. Of course, thanks JSS for being awesome. Happy New Year, my friends. Lisa C. and Casey. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Checking in with the Peloton community. On the uh, Skype phone with us today is Rachel and Daryl Booten. <laughs> I said it right. You did. Hi. <laughs> well, you've been saying it incorrectly. I have. I'm. I'm so. I'm pillow ashamed. <laughs> We're not good at the pronunciations around here. No. I'm just. It's. It's Missouri. It messes you up. Missouri. <laughs> See, we even argue about how to say the name of our own state. Yeah. So that's, that's a constant battle here. Is it Missouri or Missouri? Yeah. And it's Missouri. It's Missouri. Yeah. It's a real easy shorthand to figure out when a politician is pandering to you. Yeah. When they say Missouri, you're like, oh, mm, one, one, of, of those. one of those. You want to feel down homey. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a similar situation. We we know that people are from New York when they say Florida because oh, we that's... say as Floridians we say Florida. Right. Yeah. So it's that Florida. It's, I mean, yeah. Fla- okay. I, I can't even. I, can't, I I would not do that justice if I even tried that. <laughs> yeah. But it's similar to our Highway 44 here. That's yes, what it sounds like. So people, there's a lot of people around here that say uh, if they want to say Highway 44, which is a highway drive line, they'll say. Farty far Yeah oh, Yeah That's yeah. yeah And And wash Becomes Warsh Warsh <laughs> Yeah Luckily I had a speech impediment As a child <laughs> Luckily So all of that stuff Was beaten out of me At an early age Good for you Lucky for you You had that Yes It came in handy uh, So How did you guys End up finding Peloton Um So actually I Earlier this year Um Probably back in January of 2017. I have never heard about Peloton ever before. And a good friend of mine who now has a bike, she's um, on the leaderboard, Fab Fit Mama, and in real life, Jessica <laughs> McGillicuddy, 
um, she asked me if I had ever heard of Peloton because she was looking into it and interested in getting a bike for her home. And I had no idea what it was. Um, and she told me, well, it looks really cool, whatever. I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to get it. I want it. So I started then looking into it a little bit more. And around that time, I started taking spin classes at my um, gym spin studio. And I loved it. And when she mentioned Peloton, uh, I started looking into see if maybe there was some sort of app for it, which ding, ding, mm-hmm. ding, there is. <laughs> so <laughs> obviously I started um, riding with the app at my gym studio when there were no classes going on. And I fell in love with the app. And a few months later, the free shipping deal came about for Peloton, where they were offering the $250 shipping for free. And Daryl and I discussed it, and we knew I was in love with the bike. And we kind of just jumped on the deal, and April, we got the bike. So I have a question for for Daryl. Did did the, oh, the free $250 shipping turn into, and now I can buy $250 worth of Peloton (laughs) accessories? I think that's pretty much how it went. No. But she's also right. forgetting that she started asking for that bike for her birthday. Oh, yeah. Like two months before that. I did. And then she, when the free shipping came around, she said, oh, you were going to get it for my birthday anyway. We might as well just get it now while there's free shipping. <laughs> and then you can spend that $250 on me that you saved on shipping on my birthday. That's exactly what happened. Exactly. Ka- Rachel, yeah. you're so good at saving money. So that's amazing. Oh, I'm really good at it. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. so you don't like this having a, a husband to commiserate in this conversation. All I know is Rachel save money. That's that's what I heard. I'm really good at finding uh. deals and coupons, and yeah, all my friends know that about me. Actually, like I can get a good deal, and if and if I don't see a deal out there, I'll find a way to get one. <laughs> and Daryl appreciates it, right, Daryl? I definitely do. <laughs> 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 if it could just stop at the deal part Right It is It was stopping at the deal part It never stops at the deal part, honey I I, I don't think you understand how this works <laughs> Right back at you <laughs> <laughs> So um, what, what kind of fitness did you guys do before Peloton then? Uh, were you guys super active, not active? What was that like? Um, well, I've, I'm from New Hampshire So I've been playing ice hockey on skate since I was like three or four years old. So I, I mean, growing up, I did baseball and, you know, other kind of sports, but mainly it was ice hockey that I played uh, for my entire life. And at some points I was on four or five teams playing, you know, five or six days a week and like all day, Saturday, wow. Sunday. Uh, I played in college too. And, you know, then when I wasn't playing hockey, I was, you know, running and doing stadiums when I was in college and, going to the gym and that kind of stuff. Uh, but I'd never really gotten into biking or spinning or anything until Rachel got into it recently. Wow. There seems to be quite a few um, NHL players that have Pelotons. Are there? I did not know that. Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it on like uh, Instagram and, and places like that. I've seen um, the NHL. Now, when I was doing my VO2 max test, mm-hmm. uh, the lady that was administering the test, she told me that a lot of um, hockey players will do their VO2 max, max test on a bike rather than on a treadmill because their uh, legs are not used to the pounding from running. And so they're, uh, it would be really hard on their legs to to do the actual test the vo2 max test but that their legs are super strong but their bones themselves it would hurt you know it would hurt their bones and so they would get on these bikes and they, they would go really really fast and they would be amazing bikers but because they had these strong legs but they weren't so great at running 
I don't know for what it's worth. I, I don't know if that's I true. I buy into that. <laughs> uh, biking is actually pretty similar to hockey. You're kind of in a similar stance. You're kind of crouched and working mainly with your legs. So it's very similar in terms of what muscles you're using. I can definitely believe that because recently I've tried getting back into running a couple times and every time I go, I regret it and I just end up back on the Peloton. So I definitely understand where they're coming from. So is it like when you try to run, um, is it like exhausting or is it painful? Uh, It's much more painful than exhausting. When I'm done running, um, I feel like I could do some more exercise, but I feel like I couldn't run another step. Wow. Yeah, it's been been hard on his ankles and his knees lately. Yeah. Um, But yeah, with the bike, though, he can go like crazy on that thing he's so good on it so yeah clearly the the pounding not working for him anymore on the road yeah i'm done with running yeah <laughs> well you don't want your husband pounding when he's on that's the road <laughs> <laughs> we got to make sure that's not happening <laughs> yeah the pounding needs to stay at home <laughs> oh boy oh boy <laughs> Anyway. It was my fault for starting it off yeah. with that. As soon as I said it, as, as soon, soon as, as the word was out of my as mouth, she said pounding <laughs> lower here like. <laughs> so anyway, he regressed to a twelve-year-old boy. So I tell you a little bit about my fitness history. Yes. <laughs> um, so Daryl was an ice hockey player since he was little, but for me, it was always soccer. So since I was five or so, I've been playing soccer, and then I got into softball. Now, I grew up in Florida, so the ice hockey thing, yeah, it that wasn't down here much. But I was <laughs> soccer and softball, and I played a little bit of tennis and, you know, just a bunch of sports that kids play. And then when I, you know, got to be, I don't know, 13 or 14, I started to run because my dad had been a runner all his life, so I, he kind of encouraged me to do that. I started running, I got into track, a little bit into cross country, and that, of course, helped me with my soccer. And, yeah, so I was a pretty hardcore runner for about, I don't know, 15 years or so. And I, I loved it. I ran, I've run half marathons. I've run a full marathon. My times are not anything comparable to, let's say, Mike Kyle or something like that. But, you know, I, <laughs> I finished the marathon. <laughs> And I actually no two twenty nine no, for you no two hour twenty nine minute marathon for me. Um, <laughs> so uh, I won't say my full marathon time just because it's 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 really not that exciting. <laughs> but I did finish that. You you did a marathon. That's exciting. Exactly. Like you should yes. just be proud of that. <laughs> and uh, I did run that marathon and a few of the half marathons with my dad. So that was always cool for us to share that together. Aw, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, we we would train together on Sunday mornings. We go out for our long runs and do that. And actually, at one point, I even worked for a foundation called the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, and I actually managed a half marathon training team. And that was a situation where people would raise money for the foundation while they were training for a half marathon. And I helped them with that whole process. And at the end of the training period and the fundraising period, we would go and run a destination half marathon. And they, we'd fly them out there. We'd gone to Napa Valley. We went to Las Vegas. We went to Virginia. So that was a really, really cool experience for me. And being able to watch these people experience running a half marathon for the first time. Wow. Yeah. So did you just end up working for that foundation? Or do you are you, do you know someone that has it? Does it have a um, my, personal? Yeah. So my, my brother was diagnosed with Crohn's disease when he was, I don't know, I want to say like early 20s. So I, I originally got involved with that organization because I decided to, when I was running my full marathon, I decided I wanted to fundraise for the organization as part of my whole experience. And so I fundraised 
probably, I don't know, two or three thousand dollars, and then I ran the full marathon in kind of honor of my brother. And yeah, that was a great experience. And then I got super excited when I saw that there was a job opening for managing that exact program. So I jumped on that and boom, I got the job and was able to manage that team. And it was really fun. And how long did you do that? Um, About two years. Um, I loved it, but the hours are crazy. Yeah. And I had to wake up every Saturday morning at like 4 a.m to go out oh. and drive to train with my team. So, <laughs> Which is, I, I'm sure it was really rewarding, but takes a lot out of it you. It does. It takes a lot out of me. So a couple of years later after that, I, you know, I decided to move on to another, another job, but I still stayed close with the people that I worked with and, and the people that I met and, and trained with. I actually have two friends that have Crohn's. Oh, really? Yeah. Jeff, yeah um, you, you wouldn't know I'm telling, so Crystal <laughs> knows who I'm talking about, but Jeff Burton yeah, from The yeah. Point mm-hmm. has Crohn's disease. It's a radio station I used to work at, mm-hmm. and, and he is on their morning show, and then uh, Joe Moskis. The guy that looks yeah. like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. from the movie. He stuff. does look like him. Yeah, uh, he has it as well. Huh. So, I did not know that. Yeah. I did know about uh, Jeff Burton, though. Yeah, because he talks about it a lot and does a lot of fundraisers, and he used to do, oh. uh, what do they call it? The, they used to do a softball game. But it was like a, it was like a, a hundred ending softball game oh. that they would do every year. So I wonder. And he would yeah, bring. He out. may know of the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. He may have done the fundraising for that foundation. Actually, I think he did some work for him oh, okay. for for a long time. So yeah, he 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 very well could have been. Cool. And are you still running a lot now? No, <laughs> is the short answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, with the bike, I don't want to do any other type of exercise. I just want to spin. Um, honestly, <laughs> since really, since I started up, um, spinning at my gym spin studio in January and then I got the bike in April, I, I haven't really wanted to go running the only, actually, I think possibly the only time I've been running in the past six months or I don't know, a year was when, um, the hurricane hit down here and we were without power for three days and oh. we had to exercise. So we went for a run and that was the only reason why because my bike didn't work which, which is great i mean you guys were still exercising yeah. you had no exercise you had no electricity because of a hurricane yeah. and you guys were like let's go exercise well, when, you have, when you have no power you have nothing better to do yeah. so figured we might as well go outside running and see like it was actually the morning after the hurricane i think that we went so we got to see like the you know everything uh, torn down by the hurricane and like the damaged signs and those kind of things along the intercoastal and all that kind of stuff. So what part of Florida are you in? West Palm Beach. Okay. Wow. I don't know where anything's at in relation to. <laughs> if you know where Donald Tom's Trump just is like how Mar-a-Lago, where he's on the island right to the east of us. <laughs> yeah. I'm, gotcha. I'm like Tom's just like how, how far is it to Disney? Okay, so, <laughs> so, we're two, we're, so for more exciting stuff, yeah. So we're two hours from Disney. Um, so Disney's so Disney's in Orlando, which is two hours about two hours north of us, and then Miami's the other big one that a lot of people know, and that's about an hour and a half south of us. Okay. What about Navarre Beach? I've never heard of that. Okay. Have you been to Navarre Beach? Is that where your dad that's lives? That's where my dad used yeah. to live. Yeah. It's right next to Destin. Oh, Destin. Oh, that's very far from us. That's like gotcha. three hours north. Destin. That's, oh, that's Destin. the panhandle. Oh, yeah. That's like seven, so that's hours, north, north, Daytona Beach. No, seven hours north of us. That's, 
That's in the yeah, yeah. That's like as far. That's as close to the border of Florida as you could probably get. You have to go north and gotcha. then west. Yeah, gotcha. it's all, it's so weird to think that it's like it's seven hours away yeah. and you're still in the same I state. I know. That's crazy. I uh, my my dad uh, used to live in Navarre Beach and uh, which was right next to De- to Destin. And uh, my stepmother w- was got got so excited because she knew knows I was a film nerd, you know, and she's like. They film scenes from Jaws here, and I was like, well, "That doesn't sound right." I thought they filmed Jar- Jaws up in uh, California. No, in in it takes place <laughs> in Maine, right? Yeah, like the real fancy place, Cape Cod. Oh, Cape Cod. Like they, they filmed it there, and uh, and I was just like, "Huh?" But she was adamant. She's like, "No." So she takes me to the like the restaurant that has all the stuff up from where they filmed the scene there, and it was Jaws two. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's hey, not as bad as it been Jaws three. Four, but it's it's not. Good. There's a big drop off from Jaws to Jaws Two. This is not the same thing. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, was she like, was so excited. I bet sad trombone. <laughs> uh, so, do you guys work out together now? Yeah, we do. Actually, obviously, it would be nice if we had two bikes. But um, Daryl, that was subtle. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I sense another sale. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel's gonna save some more money. Uh, I don't think we're gonna talk for that one again. We don't even have. So <laughs> like you get one of those. Um, but yeah, so a lot of times what'll happen is I'll be riding the bike and he'll be up there in our workout room um, with the TV on mute and he's doing weights, arms, chest, chest and back, or you know he's doing something else, and I can focus on my bike and he can focus on his. Is weightlifting, but then we're still together working out. Daryl's like, oh, we work out together all the time. So he's like, I'll ride the bike, and then she'll work on uh, tapping her foot <laughs> <laughs> while I'm riding the bike. <laughs> but no, like a lot of times I like to be in there when he's riding. I just like to be in there sitting on the couch and just to hang out with him. But Aww. yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that's cute. We like to be, but then, eventually, <laughs> you know, well, Crystal, you probably know really well when you're trying to get a PR and you're killing yourself on the bike, you really don't, don't want to talk to anyone else or even see anyone else or have anyone else say anything to you. So, yeah, I'm the, the world could end. I wouldn't know. Yeah. I'm so focused. Yeah. I'm just like in the zone. Except for the power outage. Oh, then I'd notice. Then she'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, I'd be so mad. You're like, well, honey, the world is ending. Well, I, okay. Can but I, I almost had a PR. It can end in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That that could be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, I saw that today you took your three hundredth ride. So congratulations. Thank you. And yeah, that was that was a fun one. And and Daryl, how many rides do you have? I think right now I have uh, seventy nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, because you don't you don't like to ride the bike as much. Like that's just kind of like something you enjoy, but like you're not super into it, like Rachel. Yeah, it's just like a supplemental cardio thing for me. So whenever you know, once twice a week, I'll get on. You know, try to go pretty hard and do cardio on it. But uh, yeah, Rachel's definitely the pillow fanatic. <laughs> Okay, so I'm super curious. I know Tom is too. You only ride the scenic rides. Like you have, you don't ride any of the instructor rides. Yes. So I think I think I've done like two, maybe three instructor rides. One was because I just wanted to get a five minute PR just for some reason, (laughs) and there's no five minute scenic rides. So I did some Matt Wilpers ride for five minutes and put them on mute while I put had the TV on. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Matt Matt Wilpers. I'm going to let Matt know this. And then, then there's no 75-minute 
uh, scenic ride either. So Rachel made me do a bad girls explicit <laughs> 75 minute ride with Justin Robin. <laughs> And you were you were like oh that kind of bad girl. <laughs> you were like hey right on I'll take a bad girl. Oh it's that's not what it sounded like in my head at all. Yeah, but other, other than those couple, uh, I've only done scenic rides. Wow. Yeah. So what sort of uh, scenery do they have for you? Not uh, besides the bad girls. <laughs> well, they've got a bunch of different stuff now. Uh, I think they've in the past maybe a couple of months, few months, they've gotten a little bit better and gotten more variety. But I think mainly you have stuff in uh, around the world, really. It's Italy, it's Alaska, it's all over pl- across America. Um, they generally do it by theme. So they'll do like tropical cities mixes or coastal cities mixes or like Canada mountain range or whatever. And it's it's interesting for the places that we've been to. So they've got lots of different views of Venice and those type of things. And you can look at it and say, oh, wow, I've, I've been there. So that's kind of interesting. And then, uh, you know, generally it's just kind of background, but I'm mainly focused on the TV while I'm doing it or on the music that I'm listening to rather than what's on the screen most of the time. And do they give you any, uh, do they give you instructions like they do for, for classes? Do they ever tell you like increase your resistance or play with the trans flux modifier or whatever (laughs) things have on them? No, no, there's no, there's no instruction is I I think I've had the volume on low a couple times and I think it's just kind of like, I don't know if I would call it piano music, but like, just like gentle, like I'm riding through the country type music throughout the entire rides. I don't really know 100% for all of them because most of the time I just put them on mute. I just put the volume all the way down. So I don't even know. And not that it's necessarily your job to know this, but I don't know if someone (laughs) might know. Is Peloton going out and recording these things themselves or are they just buying footage? Do we know where these rides, how they're being That's a good question. And from what I can tell just from looking at them, I can't tell if it's like someone, I think it's someone with a GoPro that's stabilized on like their head because they walk by people a lot of the times and the people are always really confused (laughs) or like jumping out of the way as these, as this person goes by with this GoPro. It's either, it's either that or like a really like, I don't know if it's probably not a drone or something just because it seems like people aren't that scared of it, but, and they go up steps and things. So it's probably not some sort of segue thing, but, uh, yeah, I think it's just someone that's like jogging or walking fast with a GoPro on their head throughout all these places. I don't know if they buy that or if that's something from like Google that they're buying. Um, but yeah, I got you. So the POV is of a runner though, not of another, not of a, of a bicycle. No, there's no way it could be a bike cause they go up mountains and, Bikes yeah, but these are it's too smooth. Like I think and and they cut through narrow They're places in like bikes. squares. Like they go through like protesters in like Buenos Aires. Um, and they're just what? cutting through the crowd like so quickly that there's no way it's a bike. Unless it's a unicycle, I guess. Well now I just want to do that ride. Yeah. <laughs> what are we How's protesting? Well so they have um, like South American cities and stuff and they actually reuse the same clips sometimes I've noticed. Um, so they'll use like the same clips of Buenos Aires for the Buenos Aires ride as they do for the like South American cities ride. It's not two different sets of clips. They just mash them up in different ways or different time periods to get to 45 minutes or however long the time period is. So they definitely reuse clips, um, that you'll notice like, but I mean, I've done 70 something of them, so I can definitely tell more than most people probably could, but 
I, I think they reuse the clips a bunch of times. But so, what do you do with like your resistance and your cadence? Are you just like going flat out as hard as you can the whole time? Are you just chilling? Like, how is that working? Well, I I kind of make a determination each different ride. I've always kind of been like my own trainer. I had a trainer in college for a little while with the hockey team, but other than that. I've kind of been on my own the whole time when I work out. So I'm kind of used to doing my own thing. And I don't really like, uh, I was never one of those players in any sport to like really need or want a lot of coaching. So I would rather like do things on my own and I'm able to push myself pretty hard on my own. So I'll just make a decision going into the workout, what kind of workout I want to do. If it, if I want it to be, uh, you know, an interval training kind of ride or a, you know, endurance kind of ride, then I'll just decide that at the beginning. And then if I get halfway through and it looks like I'm going to PR, then I'll start pushing myself harder. And I kind of just make it on like a ride by ride basis in terms of how I feel and if I'm listening to music, that kind of the cadence of the music I'm listening to kind of dictates what kind of ride I'm doing. But I don't usually go in with any kind of plan. I just kind of wing it generally. But I would say the majority of the time, his goal is to PR. <laughs> it is. What, what, I, I would agree with that. I think I, what I if I'm if I'm five minutes in a ride and I think I can do it, then I'll push myself for it. I think it's been like I've been pretty happy that I think I've got 79 rides and I think I've got like 45 or 50 PRs out of those 70 something. So I think I'm if I'm getting close, I'll push myself and Rachel thinks I'm dead after every one of these rides. She'll look at me and be like, you look dead. Your eyes look like you're dead. (laughs) Yeah, that's just what he wants to hear in the middle of his ride. I walk in and I'm like. Are you okay? You look you look dead. And he's like, Yeah, I'm gasping that out as she's coming in trying to talk to me. I'm like, I got five minutes left, just go away. No talking during the PR zone. <laughs> so do the rights have some sort of conclusion? Or do they just like, and you're done? Yeah, they, what they usually do is with about 30 seconds left, they'll come up on like a big... Uh, expansive view so like you'll get up to the top of the mountain or in front of a lake or uh, overlooking the city or something and that'll be the final shot so for example in like the grand canyon ride the last shot and the last 15 seconds will like slowly pan over the grand canyon or you know if you're in san francisco the last shot will be a a slow pan over the the golden gate bridge or you know something like that it'll be like a slow pan for like as it fades out for the last five seconds huh so the film guy in me is like is there are they, are they telling a story what's the narrative <laughs> like how is it <laughs> i don't know if there's a I narrative like- i think they're just going because sometimes it'll fade out in like you're you're looking ahead and there looks something interesting ahead and then it just fades out and goes to the next scene and you're like, well, why didn't I get to see that? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Probably just the runner like stopped and put his hands on his hips and the GoPro tilted too far down or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just fascinated by the fact that you can just like push yourself like that with just your own. I'm going to do this now because I, I need music. I need I need there to be like drama happening of some kind. I can't just be like, oh, OK, I'm going to pedal really hard now. No. Yeah, well, he, a lot of the times when he goes into a ride wanting to PR, he has a little method for what's going to help him PR. You know what I'm talking about? No. Your music? Oh, so, yeah, I I have, uh, I create video power hours, which I don't know if you know what a power hour is, but it's 
Yes. I mean, unless it's Matt Wilper's power zone training. No. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's actually meant for a drinking game. You take a shot of beer every minute for an hour. Um, that was the origin Whoa. of it, but I've kind of like, it's kind of devolved into also like a workout type thing. Uh, you've ruined it. <laughs> you, <laughs> you took you something can do perfectly unhealthy. Uh, yeah. you, you've disgraced the sanctity of the power <laughs> by injecting health and exercise. Into it. Well, you be sure I definitely use them first for drinking. And then second, when in the, after their, the novelty is over for the drinking part, you use it for the workout part. Um, <laughs> So it's just a compilation. Every minute there's a different song and I do video ones. So I connected to the TV and they're one minute video clips that are connected to the song, whether it's the music video or apart from a movie where they sing that song or something like that. So it's every minute or 59 seconds, it switches to the next song. And so if I really want to get a PR and I'm like serious about doing it and I don't want to just watch a sporting event or something that I usually do, then I will put on that video power hour and just ride to the beat of the songs. And since I generally only put fast songs, I generally get really good outputs because I'm pedaling to the beat. And even on the slow songs, all I'll do is just get up out of the saddle and increase the resistance and go to the beat anyway. And it ends up being even better. So it's a good way to push myself because there's never any slow moment. There's always faster. It's, you know, every, every different thing is faster and faster. And as long as I just keep focusing on the beat, then I can go as fast as I want to. You've reinvented the spin class. Well, I, I don't, I just don't understand. Have you actually given the instructors a chance? Like, have you actually like, like really done what they said to do? Has that happened? I know. I know they've been on your screen, no. but like, oh, yeah. have you? We <laughs> rode in this in the gym. Um, well, so one time we did a went back when she was first getting into spinning. She got the app for Peloton, and we did the Jen Sherman football ride. Oh, the football ride! Wasn't it the football ride? It was either that. Okay, so I think it was the Jen Sherman football ride, and I think it was that because. I think Rachel was trying to sucker me into doing spinning, and I don't think I'd ever really even spun before. I think that might have been the first time because we went into the studio together and she uh, set up our phones together and we had to hit play at the same time so that we could both start <laughs> listening to it and do the same thing. And I think for that one, I tried to follow along with the instructor for the most part. Although, of course, that was more difficult because we were on different spin bikes that weren't Peloton. Oh, right, right. So we were just kind of guessing with the resistance and I would kind of call out to him what I thought the resistance on those bikes should be. So it wasn't really the full experience. Yeah, I just I, I'm in shock. You haven't like tried it since you've had oh, it. I've tried to get him to do it. Trust me. I know. I'm just. Um, <laughs> and I think, but why? I just, but why? <laughs> I just don't think I like being people telling me what to do. And I think that when you know, because I hear I, I've actually sat in this in the room when she's had the the instructors before, and like they'll tell you, oh, okay, let up. You know, you're you're done. Like then I just feel like no, I want to keep going. <laughs> I don't want to let up. Oh. And then when they're saying, all right, get ready and go, then I'm like, no, now I kind of want to let up. <laughs> so I guess I'm just too like independent or stubborn <laughs> to want to listen to them. And I just want to do the opposite. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So basically, if they tell you work really hard, you're going to be like, no. Nah. And then if they're like, OK, take a break, you'll be like, I have to push really hard. Yeah, like, so- How dare you tell me to work hard? I was working hard before. <laughs> <laughs> You're like reverse psychology with spin. Yeah. <laughs> 
I now I have this vision of you on your scenic rides, and you're like, "Well, I might be in Tuscany, but I'm going to think about France." <laughs> <laughs> that actually does Take happen. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this scenery is oh, good, awesome. but is it as good as the other scenery? No. <laughs> that has to make your wife very nervous. <laughs> that aspect oh. of your personality. <laughs> We're just talking about countries. Just country. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Okay, so Rachel has told me that you're an attorney, and I can't help but wonder if this this like mindset plays into what you do every day. Um, you mean that just being contrarian? Yeah. yeah that, that could very well be the case. I think I generally am pretty contrarian. What, what kind of what kind of law do you practice? I, I defend insurance companies from okay. like kind of claims just like the one that we gotcha. have in our house right now. <laughs> oh, they have to hate you. Well, they should like me. Oh, they should. Well, I just mean like when you go to make the cl- when you go to make the claim and they try and do all the stuff to get out of it, you know all the tricks. <laughs> yes, I don't know if they know that, but yes, I suppose I do. You definitely know. <laughs> <laughs> so they're gonna try something. You're gonna be like, oh, that's the old three nineteen. No, you're not doing that on me. I think I invented the three nineteen. Yeah, that's the exact number that that it is actually. <laughs> <laughs> If we had codes, that would be the number. (laughs) So, um, Rachel, I know that you really enjoy kind of helping people with fitness and nutrition. Do you consider that's like a a hobby? Do you just like to inspire people? What kind of started that? Um, So, yeah, right now it's, it's just a hobby for sure. I've thought about a lot of different ways that maybe I could make it into more of that, but I haven't come up with the answer just yet. So it actually started, I would say, back in 2015, because I had never in my life lifted weights, ever, because I, just like so many women, think that cardio is the end-all, be-all of working out, because cardio burns a ton of calories, and you can... You know, you can get skinny and you can lose weight as long as you're burning calories, right? That's the key. But I I just was never informed or enlightened about the fact that weightlifting is amazing for weight loss, burning calories, and like overall toning and shaping of your body. So when I started dating Daryl, which was back in 2012, he started kind of introducing me to P90X and some of the different workouts, which for those of you who don't know what P90X is, it's a workout program. It It's, I guess, essentially workout videos, but really hardcore workout videos that are meant to be done for three months straight in a row. So you're supposed to follow the workout regimen and, and do the videos right an hour every day for three months. And you're supposed to, at the end of it, have completely transformed your body. So he would introduce me to these workouts here and there. We would do a yoga one or a cardio one or a weightlifting one. And then in 2015, I said to myself, you know what? I want to make a change. I want to, you know, I want to start lifting weights and I want to see my body change for the better. Because like I said, I had always been a runner, so I never really had much muscle definition, but I was always in good shape, um, but I just wanted to really improve that. So we did P90X together um, for three months straight, the whole way through, and I loved my results. I couldn't believe it in three months. I, I had this new love for weightlifting and I loved the way I was looking, and so I kept up with the P90X. And then eventually I decided I wanted to get a personal trainer to kind of take it to the next level, which I'm so glad I did because that changed my whole workout routine. And I'm still with my trainer. I've been with her for about two years now. I see her twice a week and we just focus on weights and just toning and sculpting. And I love it. So ever since I 
found out about weightlifting and got really serious about my fitness and also about my nutrition. I've learned a lot over the past few years about about food composition and why you need protein, what you need carbs for, what you need fats for. So I've been really able to kind of understand food in a way that I don't think a lot of people do. Now, there's so many different outlooks on this type of stuff, and everybody has their own opinion, but I found it works for me. So since I've been getting into this, I've helped friends get into it because I talk about it. And then they start being interested in it, and they want to come to me for help, and I love helping them. And then the ones that are really serious about it and take my advice, they see awesome results. And that makes me feel so good that I can help my friends. So that's kind of where I am right now. Whenever I hear people, I guess, complaining or asking for advice, I'm I'm there to give my feedback and, and my input. Now, if they listen, that's a whole other story. <laughs> um, because a lot, of, a lot of people just want to complain. And, and they don't care how much you tell them or they don't want to do any research. They just want to complain. And then you kind of have to figure out who those people are and to stop kind of spending your time trying to convince them. But the other ones, they get so excited about it and so into it. And as soon as they see the results, they're just thrilled. And those are the ones that are just so much fun for me to help. And that's when she starts selling the Peloton. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So racking up the referral oh, codes. Yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and then she gets more merchandise and, oh, it's only like $20 more if I want to get this extra shirt. Yeah. She saves you all sorts of money. Yeah. yeah. You can't tell because it's a podcast, but I'm putting saves in air quotes. <laughs> so yeah, and I'm getting a I'm getting a face from my wife. <laughs> so do you guys eat pretty well yourselves then? And and if so, how do you manage that with you know busy schedules and stuff? So I eat pretty well. I would say um, for the majority of the time. Uh oh, Daryl. Yeah, that was a, that, that. We we can read the subtext there. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't think I well. eat very like good foods or anything. I just try to control my calorie intake, so I don't eat a lot. But when I do eat, it's probably not foods that are the best for me. <laughs> but I I try to work out enough to offset it and try to manage my intake and output so that it doesn't ever become a problem. But I don't think I eat terribly, but I wouldn't say that I'm even close to the level of good eating that Rachel is for sure. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> yeah, even when you own it, she's got to get the little she's dig like, in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, you pretty much suck at that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for, for like no. the past couple years, I would say, yeah, it's probably a year and a half, two years now, I've been um, tracking my macros which simply means that I, I keep track of my foods that I eat um, and the proteins, fats, and carbohydrates that are in those foods. And I keep track of it all in an app called MyFitnessPal, which I think you know about, Crystal, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I love, love MyFitnessPal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a huge success for me. Tracking my macros is awesome because you can eat whatever foods you want to eat. You just have to track them. And as long as you're hitting your goals for your proteins, carbs, and fats every day, you're good. So if you want to have two chocolate chip cookies, a piece of cake, and then a carrot, you're good. That's your day. If that hit your macro goals, awesome. Or if you want to eat like five salads, a protein bar, um, and then a big steak and be you know, eating healthy foods, then you're good too. So with tracking macros, you can you have so many options, and I just love that. So I did that for a while, and that really helped me um, decrease my my body fat percentage. 
it helped get me my body fat percentage really low and my muscle mass high. And that's what you want. So I was really happy with that. I haven't been tracking as much lately because I'm I'm trying to intuitively eat, which means basically not having to track everything in my fitness pal, but just kind of be aware of the foods that I'm putting into my body and having a general idea of how much protein, fat, and carbs I'm getting each day because I don't want to have to track my foods for my entire life. I don't think anybody does. So And you did it long yeah, enough that you know pretty much what everything is and right. you can kind of add it up in your yeah, head yeah. just from experience. Right. And when we had the uh, nutritionist on, Claire Shorenstein, that's that's what she recommended, that you know if you have too much emphasis on tracking everything, that you become too disciplined, yeah. too focused on things like calories. So it's it's good to do that to get yourself on track, but then it's it's good to just become in tune with your body so that you don't need to be doing that anymore. Exactly. So I I think I think both of those are really good. I think it's great to be able to track everything and get to a good place, but then also get to an even better place where you're just you're just doing it and and that way you don't have to feel so disciplined every single day. You can let loose a little. And another thing that's been helping us a lot in the past few months is we've started using a company that does meal delivery. So I know you use HelloFresh and a lot of people use, you know, Sunbasket or Blue Apron, which is basically companies that deliver um, unprepared foods to you and then you follow their recipes and prepare them. But the company that we use delivers already cooked meals and they deliver them with a vacuum seal on them so they last a week to two weeks there's all sorts of different meals that they have and we can pick every week what we want to eat for the next week and it's awesome for us because we don't have to cook we don't have to clean we just put it in the microwave eat it and throw and throw the container away and oh it's just so convenient and they actually list their macros on every portion of their food so I know exactly what I'm eating and I don't have to think about it. That's something that we've discovered that we both actually really like. And it's a way that Daryl can get like some pretty delicious, healthy foods, too. And it's helpful since our kitchen is destroyed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good timing. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like uh, Rachel might be saving you some more money, Tom. Good Another good idea yeah. there. That she's got. For- you forgot to put air quotes around the word saving. <laughs> Well, we'll have to we'll have to try that out. I remember, uh, Rachel, because we had talked about that, and you said that right now they only deliver right there in Florida, but that they're they're planning. Their hope is to expand to deliver nationally. Yeah, correct. Yeah, exactly. So right now they just deliver the food to a bunch of different CrossFits, and I actually just have to go to the CrossFit right by my house and pick it up every Monday. But in January, they're starting, yeah, national delivery. So they're going to deliver nationwide all their meals. So I think people just have to pay like a 10 or $15 fee and they can get it delivered anywhere in the country. So I'm excited for that. Oh, and if anybody actually is interested in this, the name of the company is Fia's Fresh Meals. So if you just Google it, you can find them and they're delicious and they change their menu every week. And there's no contracts, like no fees if you don't want to order one week. It's just you order what you want. And if you don't want to order, you don't order. It's really easy and convenient. I will say that's nice about uh, HelloFresh is the same way. I guess it's probably kind of standard is that you aren't locked into anything mm-hmm. and that that was part when I got it for Crystal Fur. Was it your birthday? Is mm-hmm. that when I got it? it was also nice because it's like, like you said, you're not locked in. And yeah, like Christmas, it's like <laughs> there's no way we're eating healthy. Right. <laughs> Who are we kidding? Uh, we're going to press the pause button on that and, and we'll we'll pick that back up. We'll see you in 10 days. Hello, fresh. You know, yeah. but it, but they make it super simple. Right. They do. Yeah. Which actually, I think a lot of companies are not that way. I think there are a lot of companies that 
force you to order a certain amount of meals per week or force you to order just any meals, but you have to do it every single week. So it is nice that there are some companies that don't do that. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. So I guess to get back to uh, Peloton, mm-hmm. I guess we got to. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what do you guys think about the community? And do you guys do you have a lot of local Pelo friends there in Florida? So Daryl can't even answer this or begin to because he has he's not involved with it other than just getting on his scenic rides when he wants to ride. Right. He hears me talk about it all the time, of course. But so I'm really the one who's out there meeting people in the community on Facebook and actually meeting some people in person. I mean, I love it. I've always been big into social media and I just love connecting with people, especially on the tribe pages. I think as, as a beginner, you kind of find the OPP first, but as you get more involved, you know, you find the tribe pages that you feel really good about. So I love connecting with people on the JSS tribe and the Power Zone Pack and a few of the other ones I kind of dabble in. And then as far as yeah, meeting people in real life, I have, I think I mentioned this earlier, I have my really good friend Jessica who introduced me to the bike and I see her all the time and we're always chatting about what rides we're going to do and what drama's going on. And <laughs> and then I've met a few other people through the bike because I do have the Boca Raton showroom about 30 minutes from my house. So I've met a few people just from riding in the showroom. And I was lucky enough to actually get to meet Jen Sherman when she was down here, I think a month or two ago, which was an awesome experience because, you know, it's, you feel so connected to the instructor when you ride with them all the time so to be able to yeah, meet definitely. her was so special and she's of course just as sweet and kind as everyone as everyone says she is so that was awesome and um i got to i've gotten to know brooke who's the manager of the showroom and shanna jill who rides there all the time and she's just she's another home rider who just enjoys going to the showroom and riding every sunday <laughs> so that's yeah. awesome I wish we had that in St. Louis. Would you really go ride in a mall window? Yeah. Probably. It's cool. (laughs) I just know you hate to be on display. I do. It's true. I I can't stand that. But I think it would be different if there were other people Mm -hmm. riding there. I wouldn't feel... I wouldn't feel singled out, so it wouldn't be as much on display because other people would be doing it too. Yeah. Gotcha. So there's a couple things there. First of all, they don't care if you have a Peloton bike or not. Like, they welcome anyone to come ride. So I've brought my friends who don't have the bikes. I've just brought them to ride with me, and they love it. And then also, the times that I've gone, the mall wasn't even open. They opened the store early so we could ride. Um, I think when I've gone, the three times that I've gone, I've done the JSS 10.30 a.m. football rides. So the mall wasn't even open until noon, so there's not even anyone walking around. Not even mall walkers? I mean, like a couple people here or there, but eh, who cares about the mall walkers? (laughs) Yeah, screw them. Yeah, screw them. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's if they fun. were really into exercise, they'd be on the bike, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so was it very crowded at the store when Jen Sherman was there? Oh did she gosh. draw a big crowd? Oh, I, it was crazy. I didn't expect to get there and have there be a line. There was a line to to stand in line to talk to her. You're like it's supposed to just be me and Jen right. Sherman. <laughs> so I mean, I waited in the line. I waited my, I probably waited 20 to 30 minutes to talk to her. That's how it was at HRI. They had a line, they had a line for every instructor and you had to wait. Yeah. Like it was crazy. And it's not like they Well, some of some of us had to wait. Yes, yeah, some, some people some did people not wait. Just some, cut some people in front of you would be people. right in the middle of a conversation and they would just come up and tap the instructor on the shoulder and be like, "Hi Jen, how you doing?" Oh, and and then you would politely refrain from punching them Ooh, in the face. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I would have refrained. <laughs> I had to because they're all in better shape than me. 
It's bad, bad idea for me to go down that road. Challenge them to a spinoff or something. <laughs> uh, but luckily, no one. There was none of that going on at the showroom. Basically, it was everyone just waiting online, and then it was not like there was any time limit that people had to spend with her. She would just spend as much time with each person as they wanted. So that's kind of why it took a, a little while. But yeah, I, I got up to her, and she she knew me as soon as I said my leaderboard name, Spinny Mouse. She was like, oh my gosh, Spinny Mouse, hi! So it's, <laughs> it's cute, because like that's how she knows everybody, by their leaderboard names. I know. So, She's just adorable. Yeah. I just love her. Yeah, That's a great leaderboard name, by the way. Thank it you. is. I like I, that. Thank you. I'm a Disney nerd, though, so... <laughs> we, we know. Well, I don't know that everyone knows that. <laughs> They know I like the monkeys. But. We do know that for sure. <laughs> She's like, yes, yes, we know. Let it go. So, um, what kind of advice do you guys have for newbies? Hmm. Advice for newbies? Oh, don't compare yourself to other people on the leaderboard because everybody's bike is so different, and that could just be a recipe for disaster if you if you happen to have a hard bike. And you look at your output and you have, you know, 200 output for a 45 minute ride. And then you look at the top of the leaderboard to see people who have the total other spectrum of the bike and they have a thousand output. So I would say to newbies, just understand that all the bikes are so different and you cannot compare yourself to the other people you see on there. I think that's good advice. Yeah. It's still hard. It's still hard to do, but it's good advice. Yeah, it's very hard to do. So we know your leaderboard name. Does your does your husband even bother to have a leaderboard name? <laughs> I, <do. laughs> I have to keep my life separate, otherwise this would all skew her her total numbers. That, yeah, true. because apparently you ride so hard. I I'm really I'm really curious what kind of output you're putting out there. Oh, he pissed me off. He's uh, so good. <laughs> His outputs are so good, and you know. Oh, ah, if only I could. What's your forty-five minute? What's your forty-five minute PR, Daryl? Putting you on the spot. Uh, no, it's higher for forty-five minutes. It's higher than that, right? I think it's five ninety-five. Do you think it's higher? I do. I think that used to be. I honestly don't know. He's I like, I PR'd this PRs, morning. Really. <laughs> He's like, I'm on a scenic ride right now, and I'm PR. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what my 45 minute one would be. It's around, I think it's around 600 somewhere. Yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah. I thought my 45 well, minute Rich, was my really high one. It doesn't matter. Is, do you, do you want a minute to go check your bike? Right. Yeah. Like, like I memorize all my PRs. He can't even remember his most current, his most often one. <laughs> this is in constant flux. Every day it changes, yeah. yeah you, can, you can look up my PR for me and tell me. Oh, so tell them your leaderboard name. Oh, it's uh, it's Banadin77. How do you spell that? B A N E D E N 77. The okay. Banadin part was just a random name generator from back when I was a little kid playing video games. And oh. then 77 is Banadin. just for Ray Bork. The Bruins Hockey Hall of Fame defenseman. Well, that is unusual. It is. Abandoned. I thought it sounds like a like a seventies era detective show. <laughs> Coming up after Mannix, Banadin. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was Bannadin and Magnum PI were the two big ones. I think. <laughs> I'm I'm looking it up right now. Did you say Bannadin seventy seven? Yeah. Let's see what this PR is. Oh, now when you said, on the spot. I know nothing about hockey. When you said Bork, I was like the guy that almost made got shot down from the Supreme Court. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now the guy. Oh, she was right. She nailed it. Five ninety five. Oh wow! Yep. There you go. See, I memorized his and mine. Yeah, that's how good she is. <laughs> <laughs> because when he was at five ninety five, I could not believe it. Because I've Did- been struggling so hard to get to five hundred, and I'm at four eighty eight right now. And so the fact that he can just, you know, get those killer outputs, oh, it's just oh, makes me mad. I want to get there. Yeah, but I mean, didn't you just tell us not to compare? Our <laughs> bike is the same, you know. So like, <laughs> so I know. That's why yeah, she bike. wants me to get a new bike. <laughs> and then she's gonna calibrate it when you're going. Yeah, she's but I'll probably screw up the calibration. Just make his easier than mine or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, to be fair, like it's all based on how much, you know, you can how how much you weigh yes. and because that's how much pressure you're putting on the pedal. So, I mean, clearly you guys are not the same size. Like, you, you know, he's taller than you yeah. are. That's not going to be he's going to weigh more. Yeah. So he's going to have a higher output. There's nothing you can do, Rachel. I know we discussed that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I have 300 rides. Why can I not catch up with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds like you when you're like, I know that that's what's going on, but I don't care. Yeah, exactly. I still want it to be different, and I'm not happy about it. Maybe it could be a thing. I might do that. <laughs> well, thank you very much for uh, for taking the time to join us today. Yeah, this was a lot of fun, guys. So much fun. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So before we go, is uh, is there a way people can find you online outside of your leaderboard names if you want them to? So. Dale's not really on social media much, but I am. You can find me, and if you have questions for him, you can reach him through me. Um, <laughs> but I on social media um, with Facebook. You can find me just by my name, Rachel Booten, or you can look me up on the bike with Spinny Mouse, which is Spinny underscore Mouse, and then on Instagram, I am Spin Lift Live. Dot Rachel and I don't really do Twitter or. Do you want to spell spinny for them? Oh, I guess I could spell spinny. I mean, it's S P I N N I E, like rhymes with mini. But instead of right, right, like, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> the the Disney nerd me was like, well, duh. <laughs> There's no Y in mini mouse. Oh, I'm not Rachel. I'm not Floridian, so I'm not as big into mouses. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really hasn't spread too far outside of Florida just yet. <laughs> but uh, it's getting there. It's getting there. <laughs> well, honey, not everybody has 8 million Disney hoodies. Like, he's not he's not into Disney the way you are. It's okay. Does he have a fancy Disney hoodie or just regular? I mean, which one? <laughs> What's the difference? Like a, he has like a dress hoodie? hoodie. Like, he has going out hoodies and casual hoodies. Are they, like, encrusted so- with gems? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that would be awesome. I mean, he yeah, he, bedazzled my hoodies. No, then he would be like, "That's too flashy." Like, I don't know how to explain it. He just has his dress hoodies and his non-dress oh, hoodies, yeah. and they really don't look any different to anyone else because he would never wear something bedazzled. He would be like, "That's too flashy." Well, sometimes if they start to get old and faded, then it's like, "Well, this is yeah." That's your going out. That's just your like relaxing around town. Yeah, hoodie. <laughs> Maybe we need to when they're fresh and crisp. That's your dress hoodie. Precisely, <laughs> getting them dry cleaned. So I can... because maybe we need to send you a bedazzled hoodie. <laughs> the one that only has like a partial bedazzling, so it won't be too flashy. You could bedazzle the Peloton logo on the back. Oh boy. Oh. I don't think I'm allowed to wear the Peloton logo because I don't ride the bike. Well, you will. You just touch I, it once. And where it'll be is fun. That 
<laughs> just take a scenic ride damn it <laughs> cool. well, thank you very much guys for taking the time out of your busy day yes thank you very much and happy new year thank you guys too thank you so much happy new year <laughs> here's today's recipe for success what sort of a recipe did we get provided this week that I won't consume? <laughs> well, I might be able to convince you to eat this one. It's got the word chocolate in it. Okay, that's a good start. It's got the word waffle in it. Also a good start. Chocolate protein waffle? Good protein. I know. Why'd you gotta mess up a good chocolate waffle? Well, I think it sounds delightful. It's dark chocolate Kodiak cakes pancake waffle mix which sounds delightful and then you add in some chocolate protein powder and rachel recommends the quest brand because it's the most delicious and then uh, you have some liquid egg whites part of where you get your protein and then the almond soy or regular milk you get some protein there and then some unsweetened cocoa powder which is optional and just a dash of cinnamon and then you top it with syrup and or pb2 which is powdered peanut butter that you mix with water That's it You just you just mix the ingredients together You pour it in your waffle maker For three to five minutes And if you don't have a waffle maker You can just make a pancake I think this is up your alley I think this is one you could do I could possibly do this Okay Okay, Rachel We have a winner Well, I know we said we had a winner We said we have a contender Rachel, we have a contender There we go <laughs> Thanks, Rachel and Daryl For providing an awesome recipe you Might have gotten the closest so far Not counting the, the somebody donuts. just like Here, let's deep fry an Oreo <laughs> Although those are good <laughs> So I guess that's it for this episode uh, Who will we be speaking to next week? Kristen Schumann And what is her claim to fame? Her claim to fame is that she is a freaking rock star Amazing woman She had a traumatic brain injury I will let her tell everybody about it But the way she has fought back to health And sanity, quite frankly I am absolutely amazed It's a story you absolutely have to hear Sounds Fascinating it is so that's what we Have in the hopper for next week uh, until Then where can they find you they can find Me at facebook.com slash crystal D O'Keefe or on Twitter at clip out crystal or Of course on the bike at clip out crystal They can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com Slash Tom O'Keefe don't forget you Can find the show on Facebook at facebook.com Slash the clip out or at our Website the clip so that's it for this episode. Until next time, thanks for tuning in and keep peddling. Come on and take a ride with me.